Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you can be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. This segment of our podcast is called The Check-In, where we both update you guys on where we've been traveling and life updates in 60 seconds or less before we get into the episode. Hi, everyone. It's Janelle here. And this week, we are doing another interview with C. Nicole. She is a businesswoman, author, singer-songwriter, nonprofit founder, world traveler, and so much more. This 29-year-old has traveled to all 50 states and has 96 countries and all seven continents under her belt. Stated that her travels fueled Pan-African Think Tank, which is also known as PAT. PAT is a nonprofit on a mission of bridging the gap between Africa and the African diaspora through Pan-African forums that assist with research as a means to collectively advocate. So welcome, C. Nicole. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, your background, and how it all ties in with travel? Hey, y'all. I'm C. Nicole. I am from Dallas, Texas. I was raised in Los Angeles. Um, I went to college at the University of Houston. My background is marketing. I also have a minor in journalism. I also studied abroad um, at a university in London and then also studied abroad traveling around Ghana. So that's kind of like where my travels, my travels first started. Um, my life is full of travel. Basically everything I do consists of some type of traveling such as my nonprofit Pan-African Think Tank that you just spoke upon. So yeah. <laughs> no, that's really cool. So you said you first studied abroad in the UK or you said London, yeah. sorry. Okay, how what, how long was that program and how did you like it? It was pretty cool. Um, I went out there by myself. So my school didn't have an exchange program with them. So I had to like, you know, find my own school and get accepted. And that was my first time stepping out of the United States. And that's when I kind of learned like, wow, like, you know, this world is bigger than you think. This world is bigger than you know. And mm-hmm. just first with like different people doing things differently than what I'm used to. So yeah, that was pretty cool. That's cool. And then how was the experience in Ghana compared to oh, your... Like, yeah, it was a complete 180 because, you know, certain things that you're used to, you don't have there. Um, and I was in Ghana back in 2011. So Ghana, I'm pretty sure is like way different now. But, you know, they were still like trying to figure out what they were going to do with the tourism and like building a lot of things. So it was definitely an eye opener. Definitely was an interesting experience. I yeah was trying to get home quickly. Just just see things of like not realizing like how blessed you are and like how convenient things are in the states versus Mm -hmm. some places in the world so 
um, realizing that, yeah, um, things that, th that you think are nothing are things that people think are like big deals. So yeah, a big learning experience. Yeah, I definitely understand. Were, were you in Accra or were you traveling around like in the more rural areas? Um, both. So it literally was like just a whole travel experience around like went to like um, Accra, Cape Coast, whole, um, a few other cities as well. Okay, that's pretty cool. I like I definitely want to do more travel throughout Africa. And like my plan was to kind of start that once I graduated and then COVID happened. So it, <laughs> it hasn't worked out. <laughs> <laughs> but um, hopefully one day, you know, I'll get to experience Ghana, Nigeria. I really want to do like a whole Western Africa, African experience. Yes. Dope. So I guess you kind of talked about like what sparked your interest in travel, which I guess was your study abroad experience. What would you say is your most recent travel experience? Have you been traveling throughout the pandemic? Yes. Yeah, so um I still try to do a few things in my nonprofit. So last summer I went to, got a chance to go to Haiti and Dominican Republic. And then um, last month I went to El Salvador. A few weeks ago, I went to Honduras. So- Wow, you've been doing a lot. <laughs> I am trying to knock out the 100 countries by the time I'm 30. So my birthday is April 29th, so- Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got the clock is ticking, I guess. <laughs> So I guess how has the, like how have travel regulations like really impacted your experience? Have you had to get tested a lot? Have you been, have you had to get the vaccine already or are you just kind of able to go wherever it seems like it's open? I've been having to do the, the, um, the COVID test. So I'm, I haven't gotten the vaccine. I'm not ready to get the vaccine. I need to see how, you know, it, it works on other people. Yeah, yeah <laughs> around people my age, you know, you see a lot of older people getting it. And I'm like, okay, but like, they're nowhere near my age. They're not yeah. my, like, they're not my gender. So um, I'm really skeptical about that right now. So just doing the COVID test and um, that's really about it. Once these countries say that you have the COVID test and you're negative, it's kind of like, okay, now you're in, you know, that's really just the big barrier. Also just the changes in the um, flight schedules, like my flight schedules have been changed so much to the point where like I've gotten to the airport, they'd be like, oh, we're going to put you on another flight on another day. And I'm like, fine, you know, it's COVID. You have to be prepared for those things. Yeah, that makes sense. So... I guess uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you is about all the travels you've done. You said you have 100 countries as your goal before 30. What has been your, I'll start more broad. What has been your favorite continent so far? Oh man, my favorite continent as of right now, man, they're also different. <laughs> like they're also different. I guess and not being biased to say North America, I guess I would say South America. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so I guess what do you like about South America so much? Because it has Brazil in there. Okay. I love Brazil. Um, I love Brazil wholeheartedly. Like sometimes I'm like, are you sure I don't have any ancestors that are there? I've only <laughs> been twice, but the second time I actually participated in two carnivals one in Rio and then one in um, Bahia. So, um, I mean, I blend in, I look like them. They don't even know I'm not from there. I love the food, I love the people, I love the music, I love the vibe. I just, I just the, the nature of the scenery. So Brazil, yeah. <laughs> nice. Have you picked up on any languages in all of the travels you've done? 
I travel so much that I hop around so much that when I do finally pick up on little things and like can read little things I lose it because I go somewhere else I was in Germany I was like oh my goodness I'm picking up on this German and then like the next week you know I was in Sweden and I was in um Croatia and then I went to oh, okay so it was too much um, to- <laughs> it's so much in uh in so little time that yeah <laughs> dang so reaching 100 countries which country is next he just said he did El Salvador or Honduras so I went to Honduras a few weeks ago okay. um, in a week I'll be heading to Belize Ooh. and then after that I'll be heading to Angola and then two weeks after that I'll be in Cape Verde and then I'll be in Liberia and then that will be my 100 country but before hopefully if all goes well I'll be turning 30 in Sierra Leone which would be my 101 country so Okay, that's exciting. So are you just going straight from each country to the next one? Or do you have to come home first and then? Each country to the next one. Um, okay. Heading into phase two of my nonprofit where we like go to different countries to partner with different organizations. So that will be a part of like each each little tour basically for the nonprofit. Okay, that's pretty cool. So do you bring people along with you or is it more of a solo thing? It depends on where I'm going. Um Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Basically, three-fourths of the countries that I've been to, I've been solo. Um, it's kind of hard for people to come with me because I go for a long time. Some people have kids. Some people have mm-hmm. nine to five. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pretty cool, though. And, like, the fact that you can make this your full-time job and really, like, just this is your life. Like, that's really exciting. <laughs> that's really exciting. People don't think they can do things like this. Yeah, it's it's kind of challenging. It didn't start that way, but COVID kind of pushed me into that way. So basically, my main job was working events, and so um, I'm working marketing and events. And once events, you know, went downhill, it was like, okay, well, what's next? And so this is what's next. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. So um, we talked a lot about your nonprofit. Where can we find out more about it? Can we follow you guys on Instagram? Are you on other platforms? Yeah, so it's Pan-African Think Tank. You can find us at panafricantt.org and on Instagram, Twitter, and Pinterest at panafricantt. Um, you can find out about all the things we're doing, where we're at, and what we're up to, and what we're trying, and what causes we're pushing for at the moment. Nice. So back to your, um, like, your travel experiences, what would you say is your biggest travel mistake what would you warn anyone from ever doing <laughs> then on the next trip they go on <laughs> um really my travel mistakes sometimes come from me just being so comfortable and I would say that like you travel so much that you just get comfortable I remember one time well last summer I was in Dominican Republic and um we were about to go do some ATV rides and um the guy was like okay I'm almost there and so I saw this van coming and just waving. I was with me and my sister and my nephew. And so I just hopped in it like, oh, okay, you know, this is the guy for the ATV. And then I get a call from the guy. He's like, where are you at? I don't see you. And I was like, wait, we're already in the van. And he was like, that's not me. And so then I looked at the guy and I was like, where are you taking us? He's like, I thought you wanted to go to the mall. And I was like, no, take us back. I need oh, to get on no. the van to go to the ATV. So I would say like, don't get so comfortable I even almost missed the flight like I didn't even look at my itinerary I thought I was going back to the same airport that I came in on they were like no you're supposed to be at the airport in the city and I'm like wait luckily I had enough time to uh, catch my flight but 
you travel so much you get so comfortable I would say like don't get too comfortable ever like double triple check everything <laughs> no that's true I've in a lot of recent interviews I've heard about typing your name wrong on your airline ticket or like when you're buying a flight or just like a bunch of simple mistakes that should not have happened to someone that travels a lot exactly <laughs> and so yeah don't get too comfortable don't think you're that much of a professional <laughs> check up on things and then on the flip side of that probably not the depressing parts about travel but what would you say your favorite thing about travel is um I would say like for me like I got I I ran out of places that I wanted to go so I was like fine I'm just gonna go places where there's people who look like me (laughs) and so like just going to places to where like there's more brown people I remember I was in Suriname and I went to the bank this lady was exchanging my money and she's like what brought you here at all places and I told her I said I just want to see more brown people and she was like you'll find a lot of them here and I was like yay good (laughs) so yeah just seeing people who come from a diaspora who comes from you know of African roots in different parts of the world living life differently but at the end of the day we're all so similar and just having conversations with them and you know learning more about what they do differently than what I do so um I would say learning (laughs) yeah no that makes sense I always love the new experiences learning about new cultures that's the that is like my highlight for travel too So what advice would you give to someone that's looking to travel more often, but may have like the full-time job or running a business or have a lot going on? Uh, If you have a lot going on, I will say that you need to do all the work that you can. So you can take that week or two weeks off. Um, I would also say that if traveling is going to be your goal, you need to not go out on the weekends with your homeboys and your homegirls save all the money that you can because you will need it when you're gone I would say um, have a good support system because I don't know if you have kids or whatever or let's say you're single um, you, you do need someone to come over and check the mail so people don't think that you're not there and try to come in you know do some crazy stuff it's so many things that you need to think of um, before you go out to travel especially if you have a job make sure that you have someone or a partner that can handle your work or just also just make sure you have a good phone that works wherever you you go so in case you do have to stop and check those emails or anything I would just say have all your um your eyes dotted your t's crossed and just make sure you have at least two a good three people that can help you out while you're gone no that's great advice I feel like a lot of people like to use the excuse that you know they just don't have time or they don't want to um put the money into it or the energy into it and it's really just more like what are your priorities and like how you want to and like how like what do you want to prioritize and a lot of the time it's not travel and that's why it doesn't work out start small like you know yeah you know, have a four-day weekend and go maybe just go someplace like Mexico or the, Jamaica you know don't try to go overseas <laughs> exactly yeah exactly it could be a staycation it don't have to be a full out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> crazy trip But thank you again for doing this interview, Nicole. I guess I want to end out with my final question that I ask in every interview. And it's why do you think Black women should travel? Um, I think they should travel to understand, like, first of all, they're women. And women are always told, you know, it's so unsafe. It's so this and so that. I think you should travel to let go of those fears. Um, Women of African descent are strong women, just period. And Um, I think you should just go experience, explore. You will learn so much. You will also learn that, you know, 
uh, people love us, <laughs> especially yeah. outside of Western worlds. Like we're like so like I don't know in a in a kind of like mysterious, but also like royal, but also like oh my goodness, she's so decadent. So <laughs> yeah, like I would just say just to go to have fun, enjoy, especially if you're not married. I would say like get like do all of your fun things by yourself without anybody hounding you without anybody on your back without any responsibilities and if you are married you can still go um maybe take your girls or you know something so I would say to go just for the experience to have things to talk about to um chat with other people get different perspectives on things and just you know growing your strength growing your braveness and your courage yeah, I love your response. We ask that question in every interview and everybody has their great little twist to why they think Black women should travel. And I always love hearing <laughs> hearing what people say. And then I guess to really conclude out, you gave us our socials for, or your socials for Pan-African Think Tank, but where can the audience follow your personal travel stories? Where can we find more about you? Yeah, you can find more about me at, um, at Miss C. Nicole. So that's M-S-C. N-I-C-H-O-L-E. I'm on Instagram, Twitter. If you go to my YouTube, which is youtube.com slash cnicole7, um, you'll also be able to see like some of my travel videos and whatnot. So yeah. And also just cnicole.com. If you ever forget anything, you can find the links to everything. (laughs) (laughs) Great. And I'll link all of that into the show notes so y'all can easily find it. And hopefully you can follow her to her 100th country over the next, I guess, like month or a couple weeks. (laughs) 